Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Welcome to another edition of Star Wars Action News. I'm Marjorie. And I'm broke. Yeah, you are. I, I am dead broke right now. It's uh actually no, it's not so bad. I'm just planning on being broke. I'm trying to get into the mindset of poverty. Figure prices got you down, Arnie. Figure prices going up. Arnie's mood going down. There's a lot of news about that right now. People are feeling that in their pocketbook. We're or a debit be- card, I guess. <laughs> I have a checkbook, I have a wallet, I have a pocketbook, steak and shake ad. We're going to be talking about that this show. We've got a big show. We have a huge, huge contest to this show, so you've got to listen to find out how to win one of the hottest Star Wars toys available right now, a Chase Vinylmation figure coming up later this show. We're going to have some reviews, we're going to have some news, we're going to have some voicemails, but let's start with the elephant in the room. Yes, that elephant is how big Star Wars figure prices have gotten right now. I was reading about this in the forums. I've gotten many, many emails. Thank you, everyone who wrote in. It looks like figure prices are on the rise once again. So we went on a scouting mission to our big three stores, Target, Walmart, and Toys R Us. I hit the Target and Walmart, and you hit Toys R Us, which is probably played best to our strengths right there. Right. N- none of us hit Kohl's. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Over at Target, they're having a temporary price cut, which I guess is like the Target version of the Zorro, where the Legends and the Clone Wars action figures are seven ninety nine, but the vintage figures eight ninety nine. Now, just for reference, at Toy Fair last year, one year ago. We were told the approximate retail value for Vintage was going to be $7.99, and Clone Wars and Saga Legends were going to be $6.99, so with Target's temporary price reduction, we're a buck over that? Yes. What about Walmart? Walmart has the Clone Wars figures and the Legends figures for $6.96. So that's about right. And Vintage for $7.96. So Walmart has not yet hiked the price. Now, for a while before Christmas, we were seeing Walmart having some really good pricing on all the figures, everything down below $7, depending on where you were. So that's going up. I went to Toys R Us. Now, if you listen to one of our other podcasts, Marvelicious Toys, you've heard us complaining about figure prices there as well. They raised the price of six-inch Marvel figures from $25 to $35 in December. Same exact figures. Well, the Star Wars Clone Wars figures and the Saga Legends figures are eight forty nine. Why the hell would you buy them at Toys R Us now? Vintage figures ten ninety nine. Holy crap! Ten ninety nine. So join me on some fun with math, will you? Math is hard. Looking at the vintage collection right now, at the waves we've gotten, Wave One was really big. We had eleven figures. We got a couple of tiny waves. Wave five is right now just six figures that we know of. So let's say each wave is going to average eight figures per wave. That's a pretty average number for a wave of figures from Hasbro as far as this line goes. Clone Wars, much, much smaller waves. But for vintage, I think eight's a good figure. Now, just in the latter half of last year, we got three waves. Four and five are shipping right now. So let's say over the course of 2011... We're going to get eight waves. So that would be 64 figures. At $10.99 a figure, 
just on the vintage figures, we're not talking Clone Wars, we're not talking Legends, we're not talking vehicles, battle packs, nothing. Just the basic figures, one of each, if you were to buy them at Toys R Us, $703.36. Yikes. Now, assuming you don't live in Baston, you probably have sales tax on top of this number. So what are you going to do? I'm going to keep doing what I always do, and I'm not getting too negative about it. Honestly, if the figures are of sufficient quality, I'll pay it. One of the things that kept me out of Marvel for so long was that $8 price point. I'm thinking, there's no way a three and three quarter inch action figure is worth $8. Well, when I started playing with them and seeing the articulation and the paint, no, I wasn't going, I will kill you, Thanos. I mean, I'm not (laughs) playing like that. But, you know, just... When I got my hands on them, I realized that, yeah, that's a good price point for those. If the sculpts are good, if the articulation is good, if the paint is good, I'll pay it. That said, I mean, we've already seen in 2010, I reduced my collecting, many collectors reduced their collecting, my rule of three went away, and then my rule of two went away, and now I'm down to just buying basically one of each figure. Now, troop builders who troop build in this Legends line are going to save some money, but if you troop build in the Vintage It's going to get really pricey, and I really think, honestly, I'm going to call together here, although it's hard for collectors, but I really think we should consider boycotting Toys R Us. Ouch. I think that's a bit extreme. I think just vote with your dollar. You don't. Well, to... That's kind of what I'm saying. Is Don't go stand outside with picket signs and no. take down with Toys R Us. No. Or maybe you should. I'm just saying we shouldn't shop there. I'm saying that for $2 extra a figure, almost a 20% markup over other stores. And you know, the figures are going to end up at the other stores if Toys R Us gets them first and vice versa. There's always going to be exclusives you got to go to Toys R Us for. But I'm thinking we need to vote with our dollars and... You know, I realize that there's the other side of it, which are some people are very anti-Walmart and Walmart's the number one toy seller and they think Toys R Us should be because it's a toy store versus a everything store. But you know what? We're still in the final stages of a recession and I don't have money to throw away hundreds of dollars a year on a cause. Every company's evil. You just don't know about the others yet or haven't heard about them. But I want to know your feedback and that's going to be our poll of the week this week. We last year asked how much are you willing to spend on figures and it seemed like the breaking point for a lot of collectors was when it hit the double digit mark for a figure so i want to know are you still on board and will this make you just not shop at toys r us because it's past that ten dollar mark that you said you wouldn't go past i really want to engage our listeners in conversation on this how is it going to be for the hobby i don't want to be too negative every so often i can tend to be reactionary and Wait, you? I don't think Army? The, I don't think the sky is falling, but we know that Hasbro themselves said that the collector market shrank and that's why we're not getting the EU figures anymore. And without a good supply of figures I've never had before to really excite me, it's going to be hard to keep the excitement up on the Hasbro front when for the price of a wave of figures, I could get a sideshow 12-inch or a gentle giant statue or an FX stunt saber i mean it's no longer in the realm of impulse buy purchases which is how i got started and i've heard this story a hundred times from a hundred collectors you always start with that one figure on an impulse buy and the next thing you know you've got a house full yeah i think we're outside of the range of impulse buy right now i think it would be hard to justify an impulse buy when you go into the double digits i think the further you get away from the i would say even six dollar range it's going to be harder but You know, this is a tough time right now in the first of the year for a lot of retailers. There's not a lot of new product out. Who knows what's going to happen in the summer? Well, the other thing that I can compare it to is last year, the big movie was Iron Man 2. And because of the popularity of it, for most of the year, those figures stayed at the $5 mark. And those figures are as good as most all of the Star Wars figures, though there were just a ton of repaints. They're all Iron Man. Yeah, I said there were a ton of repaints. But... They're very high quality figures at the $5 price point versus an $11 price point. Again, Toys R Us. So I'm wondering when this summer comes and we start seeing Green Lantern figures and whatnot at 5 or $6 a piece versus Star Wars at 11 how's that going to hurt Star Wars market share? Star Wars for the longest time has been the number one boy's toy. Will it be when it costs twice as much as other boys' toys? I think we have this conversation about once a year, don't we? Usually when they hike the prices again. 
I just missed the good old days when Star Wars was the big movie and the Return of the Jedi figures. Wow, I'm old. Yeah, you when the are. Revenge of the Sith figures were four ninety nine. Well, I don't think we'll ever go back to the salad days. No, no, we won't. Well, let's talk about something more fun. Yeah, but we do want to know your thoughts. Let us know on our forums. But I did not find any new figures this week. My excursions were purely exploratory for research. Oh, you know what I did by accident? I didn't even realize I did it until I sent you the photos. At Walmart and Target, I both took a picture on the vintage cards of the Bespin Cloud Car Pilot. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's not like either one had a plethora of them. It's just that was a figure that I took a picture of. I took Dak, who is also a pilot. Yes. Perhaps you're saying these figures aren't flying off the shelves. Ah. Well, every so often I do get the impulse buy itch. You know, if you go to stores too often and you buy nothing, it feels futile. So I bought something that I probably normally wouldn't have. It's a 3D Star Wars Death Star puzzle. And... It's not like the 3D puzzles that were big, like, in the 90s. And it's honestly nostalgia for those. I never had that Millennium Falcon 3D puzzle. My brother did. I really wanted it back then. And every so often we'll see it at, like, a show, but it's opened or something. And I'm just convinced it'll be missing a piece. So out of nostalgia for that, I picked this up. It's only a 60-piece puzzle, so I think even I can do it. Are you puzzle-tarded? I am a little puzzle-tarded. I know it's a 3D puzzle. That might be kind of hard for you. Adds another dimension of complexity. Yes, it does. But I thought this would be something you and I could build together. In about five seconds. (laughs) 60 pieces. There, we're done. It was $10 at Toys R Us. $10? I I hemmed and hawed on that myself. I feel like it's like Jack and the Beanstalk sometimes with you. I got some magic puzzle pieces here, Arnie. But I I thought it would be fun for us to do together. And when you look at the price of a movie ticket, for two of us to have fun, it's good bargain. It does not substitute for date night. Of course not. Now, also, in an effort to find new old stuff, we went to the Toy Man Toy Show in St. Louis two weeks ago. Yeah, we've been talking about going to that for a number of years. We just never have bothered. And now I kind of see why. It was like a charnel house of figure. There were just Figures piled on top of each other in bins, and they were all glossy from decomposing plastic. Oh, God. The horror. The horror. Needless to say, I bought nothing. What they did have was usually fairly overpriced for what you were getting. There were a few items that tempted me, but by and large, there was nothing special. And compared to when we did our Toys in Weird Places show last year... I found nothing on the caliber of the, ooh, that's cool, that we did then. No, it's just kind of, I guess the place suffered from being a brown brick building with a dark wood interior, which made it seem dark and like you're going to someplace shady. It was really just a hodgepodge of stuff, and I don't think that there was a lot of bargains to be had, and a lot of the stuff just wasn't cared for. Some of it you expect to go find some gems and find some really cool, good, quality, cared for things, and... I would cringe every time I saw these people just have big bins of vintage loose Star Wars figures. Yeah, we both got nostalgic over some old Play-Doh sets, which I remember I had the Play-Doh set with the Snowspeeder as a kid. Mm-hmm. And you found one with like an R2-D2 mold, and then you started looking and realized it was missing half the parts. Yeah. And they so, wanted $30. Yep, so I decided not to buy that. But I would have bought it had it been complete. Yeah, there were a bunch of things there that had it been in better condition than it was, I would have been interested in. Yeah. What's funny is the number of modern figures, but older, Episode 1, Power of the Force 2, even Power of the Jedi all there, still overpriced. They were trying to charge $5 a figure. For Power of the Force 2, again, in lots, you can get those at under $2 a figure. So, by and large, there's no figure secondary market that goes for above retail, with a few exceptions, your Toy Fair Vaders or your EU figures from Toys R Us or something, but... Normally, you get three, four years away from a figure, it's going under retail mint on mint card, unless you're at one of these shows. But you did pick up a couple of interesting items. I did. I found some Return of the Jedi puzzles. I just started piecing this together. We both bought puzzles this week. Ah, knee slapper. You're so awesome. 
I don't know why I bought these. They were cute. They're still in the wrapper, in the plastic wrap, and they are one wicket puzzle. And it's kind of like a, it says it's a crazy mixed up puzzle where you have to match bottoms and tops and not like put together puzzle pieces, but like it's squares and you got to figure out who's Let's head. face it. It's for youngins. It says ages six and up. So maybe we were stupider when we were young. <laughs> Although I beg to differ, I'm seeing some of the kids growing up today. And then I got Return of the Jedi one, which has Lando and Leia as Bausch, Jabba, Jedi Luke, and you do the same thing. Well, it is kind of a tricky puzzle because the pieces would go together in any order. Yeah. And you've got to match all of the little details. So, like, you've got to make sure the right top's in the right place. It's almost like a Rubik's Cube kind of thing, only it's two-dimensional instead of three. Yeah. So those were cool. You, of course acted like you were in a Middle Eastern market and talked the guy down. So what you're supposed to do with those kinds of things. You get embarrassed, but I bargain. No, actually, I don't get embarrassed anymore. I bargain as hard, if not harder, than you do. But you got both for 15 down from 10 apiece. Although I think you could have gone lower because he took your first offer. I didn't expect him to jump on it like that. I thought him to go, mm-hmm, no thanks, honey. Now, I also did find one other thing in our multitude of targets we hit. I got a pen and paper set for a dollar. It was the last one they had. It was Clone Wars. It has the glue stick and the notepad and the pencils and the pencil case for a dollar. And there's not too much Star Wars I won't buy (laughs) for a dollar. You're very good at that. Turning to online news, big news this week for Clone Wars, which you can hear more about this news on our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, covering all the Clone Wars news at republicforces.com. But in next week's new Clone Wars episode, Liam Neeson returns as Qui-Gon Jinn. I know, I was surprised by that. So was everyone else. Didn't he hate it? He disliked the He's experience of he disliked the experience of working on Phantom Menace so much he was going to quit acting forever. <laughs> and then he needed money. Admittedly, it was a back-to-back twofer of Phantom Menace and House on Haunted Hill. Oh, really? But I think the blue screen just didn't appeal to him. It's not like he's an actor. I mean, he played Hannibal in A-Team for crying out loud. I was surprised by that, though. And let's face it, he'll always be Dark Man to me. All right. But he returned to the role of Qui-Gon for the cartoon. Now, this made me say on our Facebook page, the Clone Wars did what Episode 3 couldn't. Because I think everybody knows Lucas wanted... Liam Neeson to do some lines so that Yoda could be talking to the ghost of Qui-Gon in that scene at the end and Liam wasn't available and so Yoda's just like talk to Qui-Gon I did have news for you he does I'll pass it on since he's not here but somebody on our Facebook page made a very astute comment is it possible on the blu-ray Liam recorded some lines Hmm. and fixed that problem oh now here we go all the armchair directors and producers are going to be have their panties in a while until september when we get our hands on this <laughs> you like my new phrase i coined there yes i, I like that panties in a wad good turn of a phrase ha. i would be perfectly fine with it i would love it in fact i've heard people say they're trying to take some aslan dialogue and crib it together to make it sound like seriously let it go <laughs> really uh, this is what gives us the nerdy, oh my god, you guys are crazy thing, is when people do this kind of stuff. Hey, I've seen fan edits of The Phantom Menace that make the real thing look terrible. I understand, but this is the kind of things that gives us a bad name. Yeah, I'm just speculating or passing on speculation of one of our listeners, so something to chew over. I do apologize for saying you're what's causing the problem. Soon we'll be heading to New York to going to Toy Fair... But Toy Fair UK is just a few days away, and JediNews.co.uk has leaked that we are definitely getting a Republic attack shuttle. Now, this is a Clone Wars vehicle that's like a stumpy Imperial shuttle with a lot of guns. And, of course, red paint job because, well, everything in the Republic is red. That ruddy, dull red. This is likely to be our $100 vehicle this year. And if so, at a good size, I think this could be very cool and a nice addition to the ATTE and the Turbo Tank. Although I expect it to be on par with the Turbo Tank in terms of popularity or lack thereof. Because I remember I just picked up one Turbo Tank and then Target had them for around $60 in October, well before Christmas, and I got a couple more. I could see this being like that because I don't know that there's a lot of people clamoring for it. The ATTE being a walker had a huge following and a huge desire. 
and the big ad at well it just rocks the casbah it does i think they can't top that it's better than the falcon it is by far so the republic attack shuttle i think it'll be cool and other rumors from the site say that it's hinted at the slave one will be re-released in empire strikes back colors this year hmm and speaking of the Star Wars Blu-ray, because he was just a little bit ago, it looks like we have a date, which, thank you, Amazon. You're awesome. Looks like it's going to be September 27th, and it is... So guess what day I'm taking off work? Tuesday! And Wednesday. Yeah. It's going to be Blu-ray days. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I've got the blue fever, Corellian sickness. I've got a bad case of bocce. <laughs> Dude, you do not want to go in there. I just had some horrible case of bocce. Now, Sideshow had a couple pieces of news this week. First of all, the life-sized 501st Trooper bust went up for pre-order. And you know that thing's freaking awesome. I think with the Boba Fett and the Vader, they finally started getting these busts, the life-sized busts, a little better. Because now they're not just heads on a stick. They're head, shoulders, and chest on a stick. They're really busts versus just kind of heads. And with the armor, just a nice, nice piece all around. It's five ninety nine ninety nine, so a little bit more pricey than their other life-size busts, but for armor, I'm actually surprised it's not more. And you're getting shoulders for before you didn't. Those shoulders are expensive. And over in one of their videos, they show that they are making a premium format Han and Carbonite, which I am so pre-ordering. I don't know what they would give an exclusive edition, but I am so all over this. It's not even funny. I must have Han in every possible scale. Of course, if I'd known for a fact they were doing a premium format, I might have passed on the 1-6 scale that I picked up, as this will be ever so slightly larger. Yes. As that's 1-6 scale, and this is 1-quarter scale. Mm-hmm. Math is hard. Otherwise, I'd tell you exactly what the difference in yes. that would be in a percentage. I, I, I understand. I understand. Let me tell you what I'm hoping for, though. I am hoping this to be the best Han ever and have electronics. I want a Han with some light-up side panels. I think that's the only way to do it. It would be the only way to really differentiate it well mm -hmm. from its 1-6 scale counterparts. It may push it up into a really high price range, like the Grievous was 500 but it would be worth it to have a Han that lights up correctly. And I don't want it to glow on the front and pretend like Han is melting because no. that will never work out right. No. I just want little LEDs on the sides. Mm -hmm. You're not asking for much. So Sideshow, if you're out there listening, please, just a couple LEDs. They put them on Christmas trees these days. They're easy to get. Would you like to know something that's burned me, Arnie? Well, the sun at last year's Comic-Con. Yes, I did get a bad sunburn at Comic-Con. Who knew when it was like 60 degrees out you could get sunburned? Oh, wait, yeah. I guess Californians I, knew. I, I did know that, huh? Well, a couple of years ago, I bought you that FX Collectibles clone captain helmet at full price. StarWarsShop.com is having a huge 80% off sale or up to 80% off sale. It's 30% off. It's been 30% off for a year, so this True. is a slow burn. It is a slow burn. But I just can't believe more people haven't bought it. He's so pretty. He really is. It's beautiful. That was the, in our new house, the helmet I let you put in the living room and then it opened the floodgates and now those shelves are all full of Star Wars almost. Here's what I don't understand. I love the helmet. I love the color on it. I love the detail. I love the mirrored visor. I don't understand why something that had so few pieces made is still in stock. I don't get it. I agree that, you know, when it came out, perhaps it was bad timing as it was just at Christmas, which actually gave me a really good gift for you because you were like, oh, I can't get it now. And you got it. But what's going on, people? It's really good piece. You love it. I do. I just, I, I wonder if something's wrong with me that others don't love it as much as I do. Well, and it's funny is when you walk in our house, you go to the living room and everybody notices that because it's red and he's got the mirrored visor and he's so cool. And I've got the white one symmetrically opposite of it. And the white one's just nowhere near as cool. It just isn't. It's the red one for the win. It is. Yeah. Now. Most definitely. The other stuff in the sale at Star Wars shop, I went and checked it out, wallet open and bought nothing. You know, there's some shirts that I could buy for a total of 20 bucks combined with shipping that I'm like, eh. But then I think, you know what? I've got a lot of Star Wars shirts and I'm okay. Most of it seemed to be leftover con exclusives. Now, yeah. the one thing I would have bought or the, the items I would have bought 
would have been more prints from Celebration 5 because Celebration 5 had a lot of great art. Mm -hmm. Kevin Graham, who did our shirt, had this wonderful Bounty Hunter print, which I did get one of at the Celebration. And it's up there now, marked down. There's some other art marked down there. If I was going to pick up anything, that would be what I would get. But the rest, it was like t-shirts and the Yoda hats and some things. There's some good items if you didn't already buy them. Problem is I already bought them. But definitely check it out because there's some savings to be had here, especially on Indiana Jones stuff. They apparently can't move the Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, I wonder why. But for art collectors, this is a chance to clean up. For those of you that are fans of the Funko bobblehead line, they have some new ones coming out that are in a completely different style. See, I would have said, for those of you who aren't fans, now you might be, because I I'm, saw these, and I think they would appeal to you, Marjorie, and you don't like the bobbles. Here's the thing. These are modeled after the little DC plushies that they make, which I absolutely adore. I'm not a DC fan at all, but the little Superman with his little curl, every time I see him in the Toys R Us aisle, I just want to take him home and snuggle him. Why can't they make the plushies for Star Wars, damn it? That's what I want. I don't want the bobbleheads. I don't like bobbleheads. I don't like things that bobble. It's unnatural and it's creepy. Yeah, but look at Chewbacca's big brown eyes. I understand, but his head goes... And it's just... I can't look at it. And look at Greedo. Look at cute little Greedo. I must have Greedo. I understand. I think they're adorable and they kind of look like the Kosa babies. They do. The only one I don't like is the Stormtrooper because his eyes are too far apart. Yeah, it just looks weird. And Vader, you really can't... It looks like Darth Stewie. It does look exactly like Darth Stewie. But... I don't like the bobble action. I don't want it to be bobbly. Now, these are MSRP of $9.99. You'll probably be able to find them for $7.99 or $8.99 other places. I think they're definitely pick and choose, but they're cool. Yoda looks a little bit like the alien from Communion, but other than that, I think they're really cool. Yeah, I think Yoda's going to kidnap me and probe me. I'm not lying. So that's our news. Why don't we head to our voicemails and see what you're getting? Hi guys, it's Chris from Indiana. I just wanted to drop you a line and let you know about my latest Star Wars awesomeness. Um, a few days ago, Star Wars Action News had posted a link on their Facebook page about the upcoming uh, Sideshow 501st Clone Trooper life-size bust. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world because the 501st Troopers are featured in my favorite scene of all six movies. So I thought it was really cool. Um... Over the next few days, I asked a bunch of my friends how I could come up with a little extra money, and there are some very weird people out there as far as answers go, <laughs> but that's another story. Um, so last night, uh, after it came out for pre-order, I had sent my wife a link, and she was checking it out on their website, but I thought she was just taking a look at it, you know? And uh, I went outside to shovel snow, and when I came back in, she handed me a piece of paper, and uh, I was like, you know, what's this? And she's like, oh, let's take a look at it. And so I, I read it, and it was my receipt for my pre-order. I was so excited. Uh, I was like, I can't believe you did this. Why did you do it? And she's like, well, it's our anniversary present. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you put up with me for 10 years, and I've had to put up with you for 10 years, so I think that I can handle doing this for you. And I was like, oh, that is just the coolest thing ever. And she's like, oh, I wasn't sure if you'd like it. I was like, not sure if I would like it. How could I not like it? It's the coolest thing ever. Uh, so uh, that's my story. So you guys have a good one, and keep up the good work with the podcast. Thanks. Have a good night. That's so cool. I love it when people do things like that. Wives are worth having at times, you know? Hey, at times? <laughs> Where would you be without me, mister? Probably still in that apartment that my mom owns. You wouldn't be wearing dungarees anymore. You'd be still wearing your chinos. That is just such a cool story because I've been there a couple times myself and I just... I know how cool it is when things like that happen. Some of my absolute favorite Star Wars collectibles are ones that were gifts from my wife. I know. I really try to surprise you at times, and I don't always like to buy you Star Wars items, but every once in a while you'll drop hints at certain things or you'll say something, and then I'll... 
I go through these weird phases of fiscality, fiscal responsibility. And so there are times when there's something that I really am lusting after, but I just feel it's too much. Then there's other times when I buy Millennium Falcons and FX Vader helmets. But Yeah, I never picked out my ring (laughs) that I was supposed to get because I couldn't find one I liked. I need to get on that. (laughs) Yeah, just very cool story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. And high five your wife for me. Oh, he should, well, I guess you could give her a hug. Yeah, well, no. And you could give him a man hug, you know, the back slap hug. And I think Marjorie's telling you how to repay it for the 10th anniversary is apparently a ring. Jewelry. Pandora makes some very affordable, beautiful pieces that you could buy your wife. Hey, Arnie and Marjorie, this is Ty, TIE Fighter on the forums. Just wanted to let you know about a great clearance store find I just found at Shopco. Currently, some of the... Um, figures uh, from last year or yeah from last year like the Darth Sidious is going on clearance for $249 and some of the comic packs also were on sale for $449 so pretty good deal picked up Darth Sidious the hologram Darth Sidious as well as um, Clegg Holdfast and also, I wanted to let you know about a little custom I did. Um, I was able to take a vintage, two vintage figures, Snaggletooth Red and Black, or, uh, Darth Vader. I was able to take, boil the legs off of Darth Vader and pop them off and uh, put them onto Snaggletooth Red. And then if you take some nice dark blue paint, paint Snaggletooth's uh, clothes blue, and then... Uh, then take some silver paint and paint the boots up. You've got a blue snaggletooth placeholder until you can afford a, a regular snaggletooth at a hundred and some odd dollars on eBay or whatever it's going for now. But I just want to let you know, and thanks for the show, and talk to you later. Bye. Good hunting. And if you're listening to the Enhanced Podcast, you saw the images of that snaggletooth, or you can see them at our website, swactionnews.com. Very cool. It looks really nice. And good finds at Shopco. I imagine their clearance prices to be around what we were paying for those figures last year. Yeah, Shopco is not exactly a bargain. Yeah, I mean, I was complaining earlier about Toys R Us prices. Those are Shopco's and Kohl's everyday prices. Yes. Not their everyday low prices, just their everyday prices. Shopco never claims to be low price. Actually, they don't really claim to be anything. Yeah, I've never seen an ad. No. They claim to be open. Yes, they are open. Yeah, I imagine that Kohl's figures are what? Going to be $14 a piece? They were still $10.99 last time I looked. So thank you for calling. If you have something you want to share or review, call our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or send an iPhone voice memo or MP3 to show at SWActionNews.com like both those callers did. Now next up, here's where we get to the heart of the show. Disney Vinylmation figures. Now I've seen these on StarWars.com. I've not seen them in person. I want to see them in person. Is that a hint? I'm not saying I want to go to Disney. I'm saying I just want the figures. I don't really care for Mickey Mouse that much, but these are really cute. I can pretend they're bare bricks. Yeah, they're kind of like that type of collectible where even though they have the trademark Mickey Mouse ears, yeah, bare bricks have ears too, so it's kind of like that. These things are just so incredibly adorable. I have to say my favorite from the picture is probably the Lando. I really like the C-3PO and his funky eyes. He's got wonky eyes and they're cute. It's like he got hit in the head and he's like, wah, wah. Okay, I guess you guys couldn't see that animation I did with it, but no, you can imagine. No, these are very cool. Well, our podcast enhancer and reporter, Barrent, who you can hear over at republicforces.com on many of those roundtables, was at Downtown Disney during the release day of these figures, California Disney. They were released in Florida Disney it's, a couple days earlier. Yeah, Disneyland out in California. And he's here to report live from the event with an interview as well as a review of these Q 
cute and cool collectibles. Hey, Arnie and Marjorie, this is Barrett, Master Collect em All on the forums, your Swan Holocron Enhancer. And I'm calling in with a report from D Street, downtown Disney, where this past weekend there was a special release slash signing party for the Vinylmation Star Wars Series 1 collectible action figures. I had a blast. I met Kristen Madam Force, who is a longtime Swanling, and she was the actual actually the first person in line who saved me a spot where we were the first two people in the store when it opened. I talked to some children who were in line. I talked to their parents. And I also got an exclusive interview with Mike Sullivan, who is the artist who designed these vinyl Star Wars toys for Disney. And he was signing three figures for every person. So if you had three figures, he'd sign you three. If you had three and you gave three to your six-year-old child, he'd sign six. So he was a really, really, really nice guy. He took pictures with everybody, and he actually signed a super, super rare Super Chaser, they call it, the Super Chaser Ghost Obi-Wan figure. And he signed one of those for a lucky listener is going to win one. So stay tuned to the end of this segment to find out where you can enter to win the signed Super Chaser. So let's listen to a couple people I talked to. I'm here with Kristen Madam Force. Hey everybody, how's it going? And Miss Madam Force here braved the cold of California this morning. And how long have you been here standing in line? I left the house 4.15. I walked over from where I work because I'm a cast member here. And it took me about 25 minutes, so I've been here about since 5.10. 5.10 in the morning. And how many people you say are in line here? I would probably say about 150. I'd say about that. I'd say about that. And probably about three children. So it's all of us old fogies here collecting these vinyl toys. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think it's awesome. I've been waiting for this collection to come out for about a year now. have heard about rumors when it was going to come out, but they didn't say for sure if it's going to be like on this month or that month. So it was only maybe about a couple weeks ago I heard that it was going to be released today. What is it about Star Wars, Kristen, Madam Force, that gets you so jazzed to wait out in line uh, in the early morning? I've been a fan since I was seven when the movies came out in 1977. I've collected the dolls, the little three-inch figures. You mean action figures, action collectible figures. action figures, yes. not dolls? <laughs> the 12-inch dolls. <laughs> but um, just, I mean, I've been a fan since I was little. I still have all those figures and now, today. So, And I've been a Disney fan, of course, as well. So this Star Wars is just icing on the cake for all of it. This is great. This is great. So um, tell us a little something. What do you know about this uh, Vinylmation collection here? Um, I've been collecting Vinylmations now for about three years, So, and always a Star Wars fan. So I've always been wondering when they're going to release Star Wars collection for it. And it's just been very exciting, I think, because I really want a Star Wars collection for my Vinylmation collection. It would be a complete full circle of all my collection to display and to share and maybe trade with others who are trying to look for ones that they don't have that I may have that I can supply them with. That's very nice. I'm sure our foreign members would love to hear that. But, you know, uh, vinyl toys, designer vinyl toys are making a big, big push in the community right now. Just went to DesignerCon, and I had no idea how big of a push that designer vinyl toys are making. So it's about time that Star Wars is actually coming into this uh, type of toy making. So have you seen any of the the pictures online of what they're going to look like? I have seen a few of them. Um, I was speaking with a friend in Florida that was there for the Florida release back last Thursday night Friday early Friday morning and they said the crowd was absolutely around like the corner probably like the way it is right now today but he was very amazed and he's posted like some pictures of his collection and there are some photos that's on vinylmation.com and vinylnation.net that can show like the views of it but hopefully today I'll be able to open up some up and then post them on my Twitter and my Facebook out of the pictures that you have seen what do you think is going to be your favorite one I think Boba Fett, Darth Vader, R2-D2, Princess Leia, of course, but probably those four in general. 
I saw the Boba Fett and the R2-D2. For some reason, the R2-D2 just lends itself real well with the ears and the whole thing. And after we get in, we're going to check out these Vinylmation Star Wars figures. And then I'm going to talk to Miss Madam Force one more time after we get some hands-on and get a small review. And I'm here with a young man named... Jared. Hey, Jared. And where are you from? Palos Verdes. What made you come down here and stand in line at downtown Disney at 6, 7 in the morning? Uh, so I can try and get um, the Violation Star Wars, try to get a chase, Super Chaser, and yeah. A Super Chaser? Uh, it's a chaser that you can't um, regularly get in a box. It's like really hard to get. Now... Are you going to try to get the whole set of Vinylmation, or are you just going to pick and choose a couple here and there? I'm going to try to get the whole set. The whole set. We have a real Star Wars collector here. All right, all right. So have you always been a Star Wars collector? Do your parents collect Star Wars? Uh, yeah. And do you usually uh, stay with the original trilogy, or do you like the prequel trilogy? I like both. It's okay. Now, have you seen uh, some of the pictures online of what the uh, the toys are going to look like? Uh, yeah. And what do you think is going to be your favorite when you see it? Uh, I think um, Boba Fett. Well, thank you very much for giving us your opinion. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, we just got our first set of Vinylmation Star Wars Series 1. Oh, Kristen Manaforce just got the Chase Obi-Wan figure. She got the variant. Oh, so awesome. That is so awesome. This is the variant that you don't know in a case which one you're going to get because the, the Chaser now is Obi-Wan Kenobi, but this is the ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi. She got the Chase variant. All of these packages are blind box, so you are not able to see what they are until you actually open up the box. So we're going to take a picture right here. How do you feel? You got it. This is awesome. I swear the force is with me today. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Manaforth. See, I'm trying to get that one, listeners, so I can get that one signed so we can uh, get that one out to a lucky listener. So that's great. That's great. So what was the first one you opened? I opened R2-D2. Very excited. That's a cute one. Very what do you cute. think? What do you think? I like it. I think that the R2-D2 really does lend itself. And what did you open? I have Luke. Luke, look at that. Look at that. Which works because we have a friend with a baby named Lucas, so it'll go good. I got, I got Han and Leia. Han and Leia. I have Luke and Leia. So how many did you guys buy altogether? Uh, we bought six cases. Yeah, six. Six cases at 300 a pop? Pretty much, yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. That's great. It's very exciting. I can't wait to open the rest. We're only opening one case, though. How do these How do these vinyl figures compare with the other ones that you already own? Um, well, I like it because we have the whole set, and a lot of my other ones are just um, individuals from each set. So it's exciting to buy a whole case. And it's exciting when they're a series that's fun and, you know, like Star Wars that's been around forever. So I'm excited about it. This is great. I can't wait to open mine now. Open mine. So I opened one of mine, and I got the Stormtrooper. So I hope that I get the forces with me like Kristen. I get that Chase one. Variant. $125 variant. <laughs> $125 already on eBay? On eBay. Yes. Who has it, though? Who's trying to sell it? They don't even... In Florida, they went on sale two days ago. So somebody got it in Florida with their release. All right. All right. So we're going to continue to open these here. And... If we get another variant, I will let you guys know. I'm here with Mike Sullivan, the artist and designer of the Vinylmation Star Wars Series 1 figures. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Thank you very much for giving us this time. Uh, given the recent popularity of designer vinyl toys, how important is it to bring Star Wars into this medium for Disney? Um, whenever we do a co-branded uh, project with with, with uh, Lucas, it, it, they're always they were phenomenal. So we, we knew it was a no-brainer to to bring vinyl and uh, vinylmation and Star Wars together. The Ghost Obi Wan is the extremely hard chase variant figure in this series. Will there be other chase variants in every wave? And is there a set ratio of release? Uh, you know, I, I actually don't know the answer to that question. I know for this one originally, uh, I believe we were going to just just do the Ghost Obi-Wan. Uh, and as we proceeded with the, the project, we decided to, to do both the Ghost and the regular Obi-Wan. And that's how the, uh, the Super Chaser came about. 
and what a super chaser that is. I was very lucky enough to find one, at which you signed, and which we're going to give away to a lucky listener. So someone's going to be paying their uh, college tuition in about 30 years with that. Can we expect prequel trilogy, Clone Wars, or even EU characters in future releases? Well, I mean, I think this this uh, wave is going to be very, very successful, so I think it's probably safe to say we're going to see more. I, I don't know exactly what, um, what that's going to entail, but there will definitely be more waves, I'm sure. And in the future releases, will they include character cards? Uh, you know, I don't. Again, I don't know the answer to that question. That's um, uh, not my decision to make. But um, I, I don't know that they're going to going forward. I hope they do because the other Vinylmation figures have them, and I think it would be really cool to have your art on a character card as well as the Vinylmation figure. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I guess if they get enough reaction from the fans that they they want to continue doing that, they they may uh, they may add those back in. What other projects are you working on, and where can our listeners go to find out about about them and get some information on them? Um, I've been working on a, a project that's going to be um, a special event out here at Disneyland this summer called um, Disneyland Sci-Fi Academy. Um, and actually, if you go uh, to the, the theme parks, blogs, and the event boards, uh, they'll have more information about that um, as we get closer to the event. Great, great. How was, it, how was it for you to meet a bunch of, of, of fans of your work, of fans of the Vinylmation, Vinyl fans of Star Wars? How was this experience for you here as well as in Florida? Uh, it was, I was really blown away by the response. I mean, it, like I said before, it was a no-brainer to bring Star Wars and Vinylmation together. Um, and I was just blown away by the response of all the people that waited in line for hours and hours and hours just to, to get them signed. And uh, it was uh, very humbling for me. And we asked this, our last question, we asked this of all, all of our, who shot first, Han or Greedo? <laughs> uh, I think it was Han. Yeah. Han. And I want to tell you, as many times as I interviewed someone, no one has ever said Greedo shot first. <laughs> Not one person has ever said Greedo shot first. No, I mean, I'm, yeah, the classic, uh, the classic is the best, you know? <laughs> Once again, I thank you for your time. Our listeners really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mike. Right, thank you. So I'm back, and back with me is Kristen Madamforce. Hi, Barrett. Hi, fellow Swallings. Glad to be here. We had such a good time there that I had to invite Kristen to come along and finish this journey out with me and do a little review of some of the figures that we actually got. So let's talk about a couple of these, shall we, Kristen? Sure. The figures are three inches tall. They're made out of vinyl. And they come blind boxed, which means that you don't know which ones you're getting until you actually open them, uh, which is brilliant because they show you pictures of, what the, what, of what's coming out. You know you needed that R2 or that Stormtrooper. If you don't get them the first time, they are $11.95. They're right at a price point where if you didn't get the one you want, you fork over another $20 to try to get it. And it's brilliant. So they come into they come in a blind packaged box. And not only that, they come in some foil in the blind packaged box. So you can't really open the box to see what's in there because then you have another foil package that you have to open in order to see the figure. So what figure in this collection is uh, your favorite? Well, being a female would have to be the Hoth Leia. And the reason why that I really like this particular figure of Leia is because she has the little braid going around her head. And it's not painted on, which is nice because it looks more three-dimensional. You know, you mentioned that the braid is actually extra piece and it's not painted on. When I had talked to uh, Mike Sullivan, who's actually the artist, uh, we were off mic. And I had mentioned on the Boba Fett, the Boba Fett is an actual piece, that they, an extra piece that they've glued on. And when I asked him about that, he said, yes, that was one of the things he really fought for was originally the jetpack, Boba's jetpack, was going to be painted on. And he said he really fought for that. He said Boba really needs a jetpack that's pronounced, and he won that battle. And I, and I think that was a really, really good good choice because it really does make this figure stand out. You know, you, Boba needs a, a jetpack that doesn't work so he can get sucked in the Sarlacc pit. He does, and I'm not one that likes to tear apart their figures, but I just was able to actually release the, the jetpack from his back and, like, pop it back on again. Where are you? So it is removable. The jetpack is removable? Yes. See, now I'm too scared. <laughs> this, one's, <laughs> this one's signed. 
<laughs> two little prongs on the back, and it just kind of like you can just like stick it back in his in his back again. Oh, I just so took it off. Cool. Yeah, I see. Oh, okay, yeah, let's just put it back. That's great. So it's so not it's, it's not glued in there. That's removable. That's great. You know, they put so much detail in these paint apps. You know, I'm looking at the the uh, R2D2, and the silver paint that they use is kind of like a metallic silver. And the blue is pretty close to that kind of navy purplish blue color that R2 has. It's the very authentic R2-D2 blue. Yes. And they have the lines and everything. And it's just, I mean, there's something about R2 in this actual character pose that it just makes him look really, really, really cute. He's very cute. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he looks cute or Chewbacca. You, know, you would think that Chewbacca would look the cutest because he's an actual animal. Right. But... I just like the the R two D two, and you can't beat Lando's smile. You know his winning smile over here. <laughs> his winning grin. Yep, he's got that winning grin. He's got that hello, ladies. <laughs> Colt forty five works every time. <laughs> I wish they would have maybe put like a vinyl cape on him. You, you know, I was thinking about that too, or maybe even painted. Maybe the paint. No, I don't think I'd like a paint because I like to see the back of him, but. That would be kind of cool if he had, like, a vermilion vinyl cape, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, the the Boba Fett and Darth Vader and Luke and Leia, they all have, like, the added three-dimensional features of either a, like, a a gun or, like, her braid. So it doesn't look like just the regular figure, just everything's painted on. Well, Darth Vader and Luke come with lightsabers. Yes. And they're the only ones that come with an accessory like that. And, you know, now that I'm looking at the box, you know, it's we have Darth Vader, we have Boba Fett, we have the Stormtrooper, we have Luke. And when I looked at Luke on the box, I noticed that Luke is in his Bespin fatigues, and Leia's right next to him, and Leia's definitely Hoth Leia. That's her Hoth outfit. Yes. I turn the box over a little bit more, and I see that there is an Empire Strikes Back 30th Anniversary logo. And I believe this is an Empire Strikes Back wave. This is an Empire Strikes Back wave. Definitely. I think so. They picked a good series, a good, um, the best, one of the best Star Wars films for this particular collection. So. The best. The best. You know, it's arguably the best. You know, I would have liked a, um, I don't know if they could have put a Jabba. I mean, do mean <laughs> Jabba's Return of the Jedi? <laughs> if they could have put a four well, long. It will be, I bet you, in the next series. <laughs> So let's talk about the two big ones. Let's talk about the two big ones. The variant ghost, Obi-Wan yep. Kenobi, and the chaser, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. And both of them are basically the same in style and design. Just the only thing different is the ghost variant has a more of a, a water-looking look to it. So it's like a clear uh, three-inch vinyl. So um, it looks like the ghost from Empire Strikes Back. It's and got that translucent vinyl to it. Watch out, Cozy. This one's right up your alley, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see right through it. <laughs> you can. They so, actually had a series of vinylmations about a year or so ago that had, it was like all aqua like looking figures where like, we can almost like look through them. And it looks like to me like this one is one of those style of figures, but it has the heads a little bit a different color and the body is more of the light color. So it's... You know, you're absolutely right. The head is a different color, translucent blue, than the actual body is. The body is a lot lighter than the head. Huh. That's a good call. Good eye, Kristen. Good eye. <laughs> so we have one of these special, they call it a Super Chaser. Super Chaser Obi-Wan Kenobi's to give out. And we got this one. It's, we're going to give it out to a lucky listener. And the reason we have it to give to a lucky, a lucky listener is because the Force was strong with Madam Force that day, my friends. <laughs> Madam Force has a system. We went through the first time. She went ahead and picked one out. She was so bummed that I didn't get one the first time we went through that she says, I'm going to get you another one. We went through the line again. And when we got into the store... What happened, Kristen? Well, they were almost sold out of all their figures on the floor. They only had a few cases that were open, and uh, none of the figures, I mean, they didn't have, like, a full case on the floor, so they maybe had, like, one or two boxes removed from that case. But we did find a case that didn't have a lot of the figures that were gone, so we were able to pick basically the same 
uh, location of figures that I had picked the first time around when I got the variant ghost. So we did the same thing with this case and ended up with, uh, I think you got a Han and you got what, a was it the Yoda? I got a couple Yodas. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I think my third opening of the package was actually the ghost variant. So we were very excited about that. Yes. Yes. So because of Madam Force's use of the force, we have one of these signed by the artist Mike Sullivan to give away to a lucky listener. Yay! Yay! And here are the rules. And you know, I just went on. We just went on eBay, and one is selling unsigned for five hundred dollars. Can you believe that? That's unbelievable. Unsigned. So, ladies and gentlemen out there in Swanland, this one is signed by the artist himself. I got it signed myself by the artist. Here are the rules. After this show, after you hear the show, I'm going to start a thread called... Is it Ghost or No Ghost? There is no try? That will be the thread. And all you have to do is post something in that thread within the week, and I will pick... Anybody who posts in that thread will automatically be entered into the contest. Um, At the end of the week, I will go ahead and pick out a name at random... We will announce that name, the winner, on a future show of of, uh, Star Wars Action News. And once you hear your name, go ahead and get in contact with me, and we'll get you out your prize. That sounds awesome. This is actually one of the most, I think, sought-after figures in the whole collection. Yes, it is. And my wife has told me I'm crazy for giving this away. But it's all about the listeners. It's all about sharing the love at Star Wars Action News. And good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So because Chris, I mean, most most people can't get to like Disney World or Disneyland for these figures because they're only exclusive to the parks. Yes, so. we didn't mention that these are only exclusive to the parks. Although I did read something on the Facebook page where that you can get them mailed to you. But as far as I understand, with all the people I talk to, if you don't live in Florida and you don't live in California, you're gonna have to take a vacation to get them because they're only available exclusively at the park and now on eBay. Right. So, Kristen, I had such a good time with you all day. We spent all day. Um, we ate fries. We had junk food. We talked <laughs> Star Wars. You know, we talked to a bunch of people who drove from all over the place just to come and 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 purchase these figures. And I had such a good time with you, Madam Force. And it was a lot of fun just meeting you and all the other different either Disney collectors or Star Wars collectors. But we're all just one big happy family. Yes. Yeah, so... Whoever wins that, uh, whoever wins that Obi Wan Ghost, you make sure you PM Madam Force <laughs> yes. and tell her thank you. <laughs> I hope to even actually speak with the winner. That'd be a really very cool. That'd be very cool. Good luck to everybody who enters. Good luck. And with that, Arnie and Marjorie, I give it back to you. Thanks again, Barrent. And we're going to announce the winner of that figure on our February seventh show. So don't delay. Enter today. And the winner is going to be me, right? Sadly, you're not eligible. Damn it. I quit. You're still not eligible. Why am I not eligible? I think we're going to have to have like a 30-day leave time before you become eligible. It would be unfair. Well, I quit like a month ago. Yeah, because these are going for crazy prices on eBay. This chase, unsigned, 150 I saw one up in the $300 range. Now, I'm seeing entire lots of them for 250 And somebody did say that... You could buy these online. According to the article at StarWars.com, these are not going to be available through the Disney stores. They're not going to be available through the Disney online mail-away program. The way you could get some of the exclusives, you have to go to Disney if you want these, is the official line. Or you have to go to eBay and pay Mm. even more for them. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But I guess it's a way to make you go to the park. And finally today, we're going to review another kind of cute stylized collectible, the Funko Boba Fett lamp. Now, I picked this up at Think Geek for 20% off because I always had a feeling these lamps would go down in price. We saw this first at Toy Fair last year, so almost a full year ago now. They came out a few months ago, the Vader, the Stormtrooper, and the Boba Fett. Of the three, the Fett was my favorite, and it was the first one I ordered after, as we report on Marvelicious News, you got me the Iron Man for Christmas. I did, because he was really cute. Iron Man worked with it, I think. I'm not saying Boba Fett doesn't work. I really like the Boba Fett one, but Iron Man just seemed like it was made for Iron Man. You know what? I would say that of the Star Wars ones, Boba Fett is on par with how well it worked with Iron Man, Mm -hmm. because Boba Fett, the way the helmet is, the way the T-visor is... 
this style just so works for Boba Fett. And they kind of look like the Nudniks toys. With Aren't they the called Nodniks? Or Nodniks. I don't know which they are. I, I, I've never heard it pronounced. I haven't either. That's the downside of internet. So with the squared off yet rounded head, the flat top, flat bottom, but round middle... I have to say, I think the release version is even better than what we saw at Toy Fair. The paint seems a little bit darker, the body a little bit glossier, and overall, it is just a really good-looking lamp. I love the detail they put into the helmet, where it's symmetrical. One side has the antenna, though, and one side has his little mole, which is a detail that they didn't have to add, and they did, and the body just has a lot of great detail with the Mando skull and the little feather design. I think it's a really cool design. It's not going to work for human characters, obviously. It's going to have to be... Boy, I don't even know if it'll work for 3PO, to be honest. You know, again, looking at the Nodniks or the Nudniks or whatever, some of those humans work, but they're nowhere near as cute as the non-humans. No. I would think that... I like all three we saw in person. The Stormtrooper, the Vader, the Boba Fett. The 501st Trooper, while it's a cool character, it's a little bit too repainty of a Stormtrooper for me to mm-hmm. really get jazzed about. If they started going into the aliens, you know, my Boss go-to is... Boss would be adorable. I'm wondering about Greedo, if Greedo might look cute. I don't know. He might. But yeah, if they tried to do a Luke, a Leia, I don't, I don't think it would work Mm-mm. nearly as well. I certainly wouldn't be a completist about lamps. Now, are you using it as a lamp or are you just going to leave it on display? I actually am going to use it as a lamp when I need illumination. Now, I'm going to warn... Well, when else would you use a lamp? (laughs) Well, that's the thing is I don't normally need illumination. Uh, You're always enlightened? Exactly. Mm. I'm going to warn our listeners that these light bulbs for this lamp were challenging. It's not your average light bulb. You have to get a special bulb, and it's... 25-watt style G. So if you just get a standard 25-watt, it isn't quite right i had to take the instructions with me to lowe's we tried walmart we tried our grocery store eventually i had to go to lowe's where they have the huge light bulb section and they only had one package of these bulbs left i don't know if funko lamps were the hot christmas item this year i had trouble finding the iron man for you but you have to get the special bulb because the lampshade head will only go down over a tiny bulb and when i tried a regular light bulb i sat there and It was like square peg round hole. It wasn't even a regular light bulb. It was a 25 watt, which is smaller. However, there's an even smaller version of the 25 watt. So I wasn't an idiot and bought a full size light bulb to go in this little lamp. And what's odd is even though it's a smaller bulb, it uses the same base as your average light bulb so that I was able to put that light bulb in. And so it looked right. And then no, it no go. The lamp looks great illuminated. The head is just translucent enough to give it kind of a ethereal, ghostly quality when it's turned on. The LEDs on the chest are extraordinarily bright, and you can turn the... Are they green or red? Blue. Hmm. Interesting. You can turn them off and still have the clock going, so if it's too bright for you to sleep, if you're one of those people where you don't like the bright things shining... that's a big thing. You know, I grew up with my father putting black electrical tape over his alarm clock so the light didn't bother him. My father's very much a diva, apparently. I grew up with a VCR, and we lost power almost every day in Florida, so I just slept with the strobe, the comforting (laughs) strobe of two VCRs, because I was always copying tapes, and so it would be synced synced slightly out of sync one two one two one two 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 one two one two that's how i lived but some people have problems with leds you can turn them off and it will still retain the time so you can turn the leds on and off you can turn the bulb on and off of course because it's a lamp it also is quote unquote an mp3 player what this means is it has a standard like headphone jack a one quarter mini jack for those in the know and you can Take any standard audio cable and plug it in and hear really crappy tinny sound. If it has one drawback, it's that that's a cheap, cheap, cheap speaker. I didn't expect much for around the $50 price range. Yeah, it's not Boza Fett. No. But I love this lamp. It is on display in the Smithsonian. If I guess we ever run out of bulbs in the overhead, it will be able to be used for illumination. 
I definitely want more, but because they're not limited or anything, and Funko's been making the same bobbleheads for many, many years, Mm -hmm. I think these lamps are going to be around for a while. I'm waiting for more sales. I think that this is an item I can wait for. I waited for Boba Fett, but I'm so glad I have them. I highly recommend them, and you can get yours at Entertainment Earth or many other stores, Think Geek, and we'll have a link to it on our homepage. It was sold out before Christmas because I kind of was kicking myself, but now it looks like places have restocked and you can get it pretty regularly. Hmm. So that is our show for this week. We're going to be back next week when we review the Shadow Guard minibus from General Giant, Entertainment Earth's exclusive comic packs, and Jerry will be with us for another vintage review. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com, HansHideout.Blogspot.com, and JediTempleArchives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrent. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2011, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. Hello and welcome to another... Wow, right off the bat, huh? Yeah.